0: Welcome to Work Life Imbalance, an advice show focusing on workplace and lifestyle issues. Any resemblance to actual advice, living or dead, or actual wisdom is purely coincidental. I'm your monstrous manager, Frank Eastman, all by my lonesome. Today, we'll have a best of episode featuring segments from episodes 15 through 20. All the laughs, little of the exposition, And a great opportunity for folks who don't want to troll the back catalog for more workplace advice that will get you fired from two guys who ought to know better. (laughs) And ordinarily, we're not like one of those, you know, gender roles homes where, you know, the outside grilling is, is the man responsibility job. Yeah. So I, I had to hum, now you're a man to myself, as I went outside. <laughs> Be a man, something of river. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, and I, and I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a manly man, man. I don't know anything about cars or other such manly pursuits. And then I opened up the grill and was like, hmm, looks like the burner's a little rusty and the uh, spark box is... <laughs>
1: did it just like uh you just had this like epiphany of manliness is like hmm these are things i recognize holy shit maybe i am manly
0: i went ahead and set up the other grill see the first grill we're getting back to my non-manly man 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 okay the first grill has been kind of fucked up and busted since we bought the house which was Uh at this point i think three years ago yeah, And I have been consistently saying, I'm going to go out and fix that grill. Oh, look, it's been seven months. No longer grilling season. <laughs> I guess I'll have right. to save that one for next year. Wait till next year. Yeah. So we have a little tiny charcoal grill that is uh-huh. literally small enough that I take it outside and I sit it on top of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm on the table the other grill like I sit it oh on top God. of the
0: closed lid of the other grill most of the time it is I am low renting it up and down the block
1: see I I support this like this is a this is a great thing uh, specifically because I'm thinking of like the human parallel of basically you getting a new job and then just sitting you on top of the dead person who did the job before you and you having to do the job while sitting on their corpse. But, that that is basically what I'm envisioning here. That's that's <laughs> pretty much it. All right, so today in the deep dive, wanted to discuss mandatory team building outings. Like those escape rooms which <laughs> I will say I've I've had two rounds of doing escape rooms with coworkers and, <laughs> and the last thing I wanted after you know successfully or unsuccessfully doing the escape room uh the last thing i wanted was to be anywhere near them like i had been trapped in a room with them for a (laughs) fucking hour and you think i want to go back to work with them? no i want them to drive off a bridge before they get home like maybe that feeling will pass (laughs) maybe it's temporary and like after after that like what's left will be a warm feeling of camaraderie but in the moment i'm like you motherfucker you didn't see that thing hanging behind the chalkboard
0: I will say that these are a goddamn political mind feed. They absolutely are. Like, I I actually kind of detest them for that reason. Especially stuff like company picnic. Oh. Like the company ugh. picnic is is an old hoary standard, and it's it's just so tough with those because you need to show up because Often, if it's a smaller organization, like everybody from the CEO on down is going to be there.
1: Yeah, your absence will be noted.
0: Yeah, and your absence will be noted. So you want to go there long enough to be seen, but not long enough to be, like, miserable for the rest of your day.
1: (laughs) It's a very fine fine, uh, tightrope to walk.
0: (laughs) I don't have hair anymore. Uh, (laughs) My hair and I broke up, you know, a good 20 years ago. (laughs) I, I'm guessing
1: it wasn't amicable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the hare said that they were leaving, and I said, "Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out." And shaved my head. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but that does mean that I'm sort of like prone to sunburn. So all this, like, hey, it's beautiful outside, and by beautiful we mean it's 85 degrees with full sunshine. Let's all hang out outside, right? That kind of shit is completely fucking nightmare for me. <laughs>
1: but you know there are some other other outings that are far and away much worse than that um <laughs> I, how about laser tag christ man that's where i was going oh, oh laser I, I, tag. I, I
0: somehow knew Oh, there is. Just, yeah, this is this is this is a fucking nightmare for me. I don't know how it is for you, I mean, but I have I've had to do the the laser tag before. Uh huh. And and we have discussed. I am not necessarily of human proportions, right? Like there is no dimension on me that someone doesn't measure and go, hmm, that's outside <laughs> of the standard deviation. <laughs> and so getting into like the little laser laser tag vest, oh, getting into the little laser tag vest is like. Big man in a little coat? Absolutely.
1: And I mean I'm not you know, I, I'm I'm a large guy, but I'm not like I don't have the inhuman proportions for most of my uh body parts that you do. Um
0: <laughs> except for one. <laughs> hey oh
1: You can you can cut that if you want. I just, <laughs> look, we had to make a dick joke in there somewhere. We're talking about proportions.
0: It's it, it writes itself. Um Your left pinky toe. We know it's <laughs> Really weird and uncomfortably long and, honestly, (laughs) slightly
1: creepy. uh, Makes shoe buying very difficult and uh, flip-flop wearing quite a disturbing
0: sight. See, now I'm thinking, because I'm keying off of your whole concept of where office versus office with different offices would probably be a better way to do this. Okay. And I'm thinking if we had enforced required inter-office battles of some sort that would be great for team building absolutely not not optional you are forced (laughs) to attend in the same way that you're forced to attend the company picnic right but it is it is in the nature of we now have to go and raid uh (laughs) other
1: core there is no downside to this in my opinion but I don't necessarily think that it's about team building. I think at that point it's it's just like corporate espionage or <laughs> corporate assault disguised as if, a team building. If the activity. stakes
0: were high enough, I would be totally about this too. Like if we could like <laughs> if we could get some amount of their profit for the year <laughs> by whoever won, and we were playing paintball. Like I just I just want to see Janet from accounting screaming. In anger as she charges across the field with her paintball gun. My God, I would watch that. Like, if that was a show, (laughs) I would watch the shit out of that. Uh, You know, I think I'd watch this show, too, because that sounds badass. Like, two (laughs) advertising agencies going head-to-head, not in a competition of who's the better agency, but in, in something that they are just not... Prepared for some sort of guerrilla warfare tactics demonstration. Man, I could totally get behind that. We
1: we need to send a letter to somebody. Uh, I don't even care if we get any profits from it. Uh, I just want to see this exist. And you could get really diverse with the uh, with the type of stuff they were doing. Like you can do some sort of physical combat. I, I think whatever whatever they're chosen to f- to do, I think it has to be like something that they're not good at. Like you know the software guys. Anything physical anything outside, <laughs> yeah. Anything physical or outside would be perfectly fine. Um, then you have like physical sports and things like that, or 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 battle scenarios would be bad for like the you know the the con- the construction workers and stuff like that because they're going to be a little bit beefier than than everybody else. Um, so it'd be a little more prominent to them. What what would they do? What what could we have them do? Let's see.
0: Some sort of skill based fine motor control. Uh, I mean, uh, we, we can go back RC to the comp- car races.
1: I could get behind that or I was thinking more like a uh, competitive cake decorating, I think. There we go. That's I think even that's, better. Yeah, that's a that's a finesse thing that I'm not saying that you can't be both a construction worker and have a love for uh for pastry craft, but I'm just saying that it's not an obvious choice. So you may be the sleeper, like there may be somebody on your team that is like a could go in and just crush a bake-off, but you got to Joel keep it quiet. had
0: been dreaming of this day for his entire <laughs> life.
1: He didn't know he was training for this, but by god,
0: it was his destiny. This is beautiful. I think we definitely need to try and get this show made. At my job, I sit with one other person in the office. I often have to do some repetitive tasks in spreadsheets and find that putting in headphones to listen to music is a way for me to be able to focus to get this done. My office mate can see I have headphones in and will often try to talk to me anyway. I can't pretend I don't notice because our desks are positioned in such a way where we are very visible to each other. Sometimes I will take my headphones out. As I feel the conversation winding down, I will slowly begin putting them back on. This has not been successful in stopping further conversation. What can I do to make it obvious that headphones equal no talking? (laughs) Sent in by Headphone Hindrance in Homewood.
1: Yeah, this is a topic that we have... uh kind of tangentially glanced off in the past. I think that, I think it may have been like uh, step four or five, maybe uh, in my, uh, my ladder of disengagement, but uh, putting
0: the headphones back on.
1: Yeah. Putting the headphones back on.
0: Yeah. You are filled with the milk of human kindness. Whereas for my part. <laughs> okay.
1: I know that's a phrase that people use, but can we just can we just stop for a second and realize how
0: odd of a <laughs> of a fucking oh no it, it is a terrible is. phrase that's why I I use it it is uh it's an old Shakespeare bit I don't like other uh, men telling me how
1: full of whatever milk I am
0: <laughs> it's
1: not necessarily how I want to spend my time but go on
0: <laughs> I'm thinking uh let's upgrade our setup a little bit okay let's go ahead and get some blinders uh like for a horse, you know just yeah, like for a horse you can put them on some glasses. okay, so you've got your glasses on and it's got giant blinders. Uh, you got your headphones on.
1: We're assuming this guy is not an air traffic controller. like putting the blinders on for the air traffic controller probably not the best deal. I I mean, I'm assuming this is some sort of like technical office generally speaking.
0: Yeah, and if they're if we're doing data entry into a spreadsheet, I don't think peripheral vision is necessarily a big right. boon. Yeah, so at this w- point, we can
1: we can definitely say that that is the case. Like peripheral vision is not is not required for uh, the general purpose of, of the job.
0: And then I think you get a top hat and some of those fabric markers, okay, or, or the puffy paint pens, and you just write "fuck off" <laughs> over and over again on the hat. And then it's your fuck off hat. I was wondering where the fuck you were going with that, but no, And so you've got your blinders on your headphones on and your fuck off hat on. And hopefully people get the point. See, I I think that we're
1: being, uh, that might be a little, maybe not too bold, but maybe just a little bit too, uh, too on the nose. Um, you would think that just wearing the fuck off hat would be enough. Um, because that's, I mean, it's literally written in plain English, you know, fuck off uh, as many times as can fit into the appropriate space on the top hat. Um, at that point, if if you've got your, your fuck hat, oh God, <laughs> not your fuck hat. No, that's that's a completely different hat. <laughs> Don't wear your fuck hat to the office, generally speaking.
0: <laughs> um, unless that's It's uh, like a low Ivy cap.
1: Uh... <laughs> no, it's a fedora, obviously.
0: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but sacrifice a chicken, summon up the devil, and then make a deal so that this person loses their voice. Oh, not in like I'm hoarse, but in like a the Little Mermaid just right. can't speak anyway.
2: Okay,
1: I mean, I I, I see that being uh, somewhat effective for for the short term. But then they could still probably chat like, like,
0: okay, no, no, no.
1: Let's go one step further. Lose the ability to use and understand speech. How about that?
0: I mean, that's going to make it a little difficult for them to keep their job, at which point they'll probably have to be replaced and you've now wasted a perfectly good soul. Mm, yeah, because because then the, the new
1: person may have the same problems. All right. So, so exactly. maybe, maybe they can... Uh, See, this is tough because you don't want them to be able to communicate with you. Like that's the end goal. But I guess them, you know, having the capability to understand speech is important. Um, yeah, so so leave them the ability to understand speech, but leave them uh, unable to to express that in human language. Um,
0: okay, okay. I they think can... this is a Harlan Ellison short story. Okay. That we're talking about at this point.
1: I, I'm not getting that reference, Frank. I'm sorry. Oh. For <laughs> I have no mouth yet, I must scream. Ah, yes. Yes. It, and it's silly because I actually saw something about that, like, literally today. And, see... <laughs> Like, literally, no, like no, I'm not even shitting you. Like, I literally saw a reference to that today in some sort of some YouTube list. See, that's, that's the thing. When I'm watching YouTube, like, it doesn't matter how educational the shit that I'm watching is. Like, it just goes in one ear and out the other. Like, in that 10-minute video, I feel learned. But as soon as I flip to the next one, I mean, it's probably about fart jokes. So it just pushes all that stuff that I learned completely out.
0: My God, so. I'm so smart. Uh oh, look at this kitty. It's got short legs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so so I think uh, we should you know he, his deal should include the stipulation that he can the the guy can only communicate uh, can can only express things through interpretive dance. Interpretive
0: dance. dance. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, we're in tune we're oh, in tune this is this is beautiful
1: <laughs> slight warning this one will get blue so this is uh this is sent in by christopher plumbus my 700 dollars sex butt was in my car when it was stolen how do i itemize that on a police report I received a letter from the court saying that the person who stole my car is wait, being tried. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we can't stop. We- <laughs> okay, just just plow through.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, I received a letter from the court saying that the person who stole my car is being tried, and that if I want restitution, I need to give them a list of the property and how much everything costs individually. I worked at a sex toy store and ended up buying this twerking butt. Partially because it was hilarious, but also I wanted to know what a $700 sex toy was like. Needless to say, I'm embarrassed. Uh, yes, that is needless to say. To put a sex toy in an official statement. I am also not sure how to quantify the sentimental items. Which, why wouldn't you say the, the sex butt was <laughs> sentimental? Um, I mean, Yeah like like home movies and photo albums that were in the vehicle i also and don't
0: working sex butts
1: <laughs> working sex butts i also don't have any receipt or way of proving what was in the vehicle and i don't want to be accused of perjury uh and then there's a small update underneath the guy from the state attorney's office called to say he needs a list of the items and losses when i told him i didn't have a receipt for my uh seven hundred dollar in italics it says personal massager he told him to send him a link to the product so the judge can see what it would cost to
2: replace it.
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the gold. There's the fucking gold. Oh, Holy oh, no. shit.
1: All right, what order do we, do we want to tackle this in?
0: Oh my god, I don't know. <laughs> oh, All right, this so, is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Oh, so okay, first things
1: first. If you have a seven hundred dollars sex butt, keep it at home. I mean, not because you know. I mean, the urge to use a sex butt can strike at any point. Um, so I guess you wanted. <laughs> where you will want you to, be? Where, <laughs> will you be when the urge to use a sex butt strikes you but no i mean just just for something like this like i mean you could be in a wreck and (laughs) you could damage the sex butt you know you could leave it in the car and it's not built for like heat and you could damage the sex butt i i I just don't think it's responsible to keep something that expensive uh and that seems like it's very
0: very irresponsible to keep your sex butt (laughs) in in the car I mean, here's here's me, like, I'm one of those people that, uh, to some extent, there's, you know, the old, uh, make sure you wear clean underwear every day, what if you get in an accident? And, and, like, I know that my luck is such that somehow, if I got in a car accident, the cause of death would not be the car accident itself, but would be impact by sex butt. Just that phrase is, I'm just glad that that phrase exists. K- killed by impact with sex butt. <laughs> um, and I mean, that, that's the kind of thing that goes on your permanent record. I think you get to the pearly <laughs> gates and they're like, you led an exemplary life, but everyone inside has heard. And for your safety, we're going to have to send you to hell.
1: One part of this that that kind of strikes me is so they bought it, you know, because it was a goof. That that's part of the reason they bought it. I don't necessarily think that's hundred percent true. Like I was going <laughs> to
0: say, that's what they're saying. That's what
1: they're saying to to you know provide some uh, some distraction. But like, how much money is too much money for a goof? Like, I feel. I mean, it depends on how committed to the
0: bitch you are, Derek. This
1: this person seems very committed. Like they're practically in, in a relationship with with this sex butt. So
0: yeah, th- that's committed. I I admire their commitment to the bit at that point. That they were willing to put <laughs> seven hundred dollars on the line. Do
1: you admire their commitment to the
0: butt? Oh uh, <laughs> no, no, Derek. <laughs> Look, but I, here's I, here's my thing. I think if you are shameless enough to have purchased. The seven hundred dollars sex butt. You should be shameless enough to claim and itemize the seven hundred dollars <laughs> sex butt. I agree. It would be
1: my luck that if at any point I purchase something as uh, salacious as a sex butt, even if so, if the, the the adult store was three minutes from my home, my my only goal is to go in buy the sex butt and get it home as fast as possible. I would get in two separate fender benders in the three minute span from the adult toy store to home because that's just how it will be. Oh, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) The most embarrassed that you could be about this sex butt is if you buy it and then you don't have a vehicle. You have to take a taxi and you get in and it's cash cab. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh, no.
0: Oh, would that not be great, though? I think that would be a very special episode of Cash Cap. Yeah. So, I'm giving us some thought, and I think this is a brilliant way to pump up your recompense, (laughs) because no one in their right mind is going to claim... An erroneous sex butt. <laughs> like, it's just not going to come to anybody's mind to be like, yes, I don't have the receipt, but included among my personal possessions that were stolen in theft was my $700 twerking sex butt. And I so mean, even when... if you don't own it, if you are willing to claim it, that's $700 free dollars. <laughs> On the other hand, if someone were like here, have this, and it happened to be in my trunk. At that point, I would be like, you know what? That's great. Someone has has managed to get rid of that sex butt for me. <laughs> they have manually regifted the sex butt. <laughs> exactly. I was going to have to re-gift that one again anyway. <laughs> like, if I were to get a yeah. job in... Uh, banking in uh England where like the the black three-piece banker's suit is uh, de rigueur I would be completely Oof. fucked because right. as we as we said before like suits for me are going to have to be bespoke and uh I would have to make primo dinero uh in order to to be able to pull <laughs> or, that shit off
1: or you get one and then you eat your your lunch very very carefully Uh, every day and keep Febreze on hand and and, you know you can you can basically get a full week out of that suit and then have it dry cleaned on the weekend and obviously that's fraught with all sorts of problems but uh I think you could could possibly I mean shit I do it with jeans like I have three pairs of jeans but sometimes one pair of jeans may make it the whole week you never know. <laughs> oh, no, Derek. I mean, if I didn't drop mustard on them or shit in them, I mean, by and large, nobody's getting close enough to notice. That's all I'm yeah, saying. You know,
0: Frank. there's there's that whole thing where, like, the designers talk about how you shouldn't actually launder your denim. And they're just like... Uh-huh. Because I've seen this, and it's it's the most terrible thing that I've seen in, in recent memory. Where they're like, yeah, if, if the jeans begin to get an odor about them... You just fold them up, put them in a bag in the freezer overnight, and that will fix the problem. I remember And I'm like, that. you know what will I fix remember the problem is washing your goddamn clothes, you nasty monster. <laughs> I want to take off April 20th. You know, 420, the weed day. I want to take off for it so I can smoke weed, but I live somewhere where it is not yet legalized and taking off could be suspicious for work. How do I take off for 420 and not raise any eyebrows? (sighs) Sent in by Smoke Sesh Stress in Selma. Oh boy.
1: See now, this is a fun one. I was hoping, I was hoping that we would do this one in enough time to uh, to squeeze it in before four twenty. Uh, yeah, this one, you know me. This was kind of an interesting one. So the the cops on campus had this this moment of, like I said, deep human kindness, where on four twenty people would go out to the quad and just openly smoke weed. If somebody was doing it like blazing or uh, blatantly blazing like, it. <laughs> Oh, that—that's a nice little pun I made. I didn't mean to make that, but if they were, uh, you know, kind of like towards like the main road or something, and they were just like, <laughs> like double fisting, uh, two spliffs, and just like blowing cl- clouds of uh, marijuana smoke over the uh, the main drag, they probably. Oh, drag! That's a.
0: There you go again. You're on a roll. Nah. Mm. Um, uh, nah. Uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we we have. I think we've met our quota of uh, unintended weed <laughs> really jokes. shitty weed um,
0: puns. I
2: was—I was, I was going to say, I like,
0: hate- I thought you had a 1997 Honda Civic that you had turned completely into a gravity bong, but I guess I was mistaken. <laughs> Wait, what, what would a good name
1: for that be? Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Civic Wagon 97, I mean Weed Wagon. I was gonna say
0: Civic Duty Seems like, not Civic Duty Civic Doobie (laughs) There
1: we go There we go Uh, We we got there, the Civic Doobie Just gotta workshop Uh, a little bit, it's good So I I think that you can Definitely provide some uh, Some sort of like a smokescreen for this Um, Ah. So on the Day, oh (laughs) Jesus (laughs) I swear to Christ I'm not attempting to make these like I couldn't make a weed pun if I tried if you schedule in advance some sort of really embarrassing test at a doctor's office I think that if it is if it is adequately embarrassing enough I think that the office will just completely you know they'll feel sorry for you it's like oh god you may hear your boss express oh yeah I had one of those. You know, some guy was three knuckles deep in me last week. (laughs) I feel your pain. (laughs) So you may get that uncomfortable interaction. Um, But I think overall, yeah, you you could probably get away with it. I mean, you could say you have some sort of, you know, some other weird test. uh, Oh, no, y'all. I got to go to the
0: urologist tomorrow in order to get my... My dingus looked at on a counter. I got the erectile dysfunction.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to be checking up on uh, <laughs> on how your appointment about your dingus went.
0: <laughs> Although then you might have like uh, a really uncomfortably close conversation with your boss, especially if he's like a guy in his late 40s to mid 60s. Right, all of a sudden
1: uh, i've got a few extra of these do you want some uh you know they'll, they'll they'll help with your problem and it just gives you like a bottle of blue pills oh uh, yeah that, yeah i mean i cannot count the number of times this happened to me and it's always really odd whenever it happens of course i take them yeah um and then and then immediately down the whole bottle <laughs> yeah <laughs> while in the office um, there's nothing nothing to get you
0: out of work quite like pre <laughs> Oh, no, guys! I'm gonna be out tomorrow on account of I've had this erection lasting more than four hours. We've all seen the commercial. <laughs> but first, oh God, my water tastes terrible.
2: Oh uh. Jesus!
1: oh, oh no, oh, I thought I cleaned it out, but uh apparently, when it was in the the dishwasher, they were. <laughs> Was washed with teriyaki <laughs> chicken night dishes.
0: Oh uh, no!
1: This this may be the meatiest water that I've ever had.
0: It's good. The water's got body.
1: <laughs> I I mean I, I get that, but I didn't want it to be chicken body. That's
0: <laughs> water's got that think. good
1: umami flavor. Oh god! I mean, I guess I did need a little more protein, but not like this. Oh. <laughs>
0: I wanted to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart. Chest uh, hair, yes, that uh, <laughs> is next week. Uh, Ch- chest hair and styling. Uh, I was how gonna... much
1: gel is too much gel for the chest hair?
0: There's there's gel and then there's like styling glue. Uh, oh,
1: or or like a nice pomade.
0: Yeah, I'm a dapper Dan man myself. <laughs> If you
1: didn't make the joke, I was going to, so.
0: (laughs) I was going to talk about plumbing or (laughs) home plumbing repairs. (laughs) All right. So. Uh, (laughs) Go right ahead. And I say near and dear to my heart because my main bathroom is currently all fucked up. (laughs) what what Uh, horrible horrible
1: things have you done to this toilet
0: frank oh (laughs) it's not the toilet for once for once on this fucking podcast it's not about the toilet it's not the toilet (laughs) no i've had slow like a slow drain in there for for a very long time months and uh then the tub started getting slow oh no i have been trying to get the stopper out of this tub for months. So, this thing is basically impossible to get off. Oh, no. Uh, I was gonna insert a joke. I decided not to. (laughs) we can all be proud of me later. Uh, your self-editorializing
1: is really improving, Frank.
0: But uh, at any rate, the the crux of the problem is there was like a little <laughs> screw that's under the stopper itself, mm-hmm. which means you've got like a half of inch to work with, and there's this screw.
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If I... <laughs> you can't
1: say you've got a half an inch to work with. <laughs> I'm not Uh, mature enough to handle that statement. (laughs) Oh.
0: (laughs) Oh, fuck. Go Uh, on. This is not the part of the proceedings that I thought was going to be funny, but here we are.
1: You don't get to choose what I laugh at, Frank.
2: (laughs) But, uh...
0: I tried unscrewing it. No, it's all rusted. It's stuck. I uh, sprayed it down with uh, some penetrating oil. Still couldn't get it loose. The head of the screw started uh, stripping. So I got. Oh. uh, mm. um, (laughs) Boy, um, I
1: did did not realize (laughs) plumbing plumbing was so salacious, dirty,
0: nasty subject. So I couldn't get the screw out even with like a screw extractor bit. And okay. I finally got so frustrated that I just reached down and sheared the son of a bitch off with my hand, <laughs> yanking it out of the tub. Oh wow! So you—it is—it is rare that I Hulk out. <laughs> but I have spent months trying to fix this son of a bitch, and then there was nothing in there. Okay, which meant that my problem was deeper. So I don't know. Have you ever uh, snaked a drain? Oh baby, you know I have. The problem is that I have the internet, Derek. And Isn't that always the you problem? You go onto the internet, and you look up your problem, and then there's a lot of people saying, this is very simple, you can do this yourself, Oh, well, that's why horse on shit. earth would you call a plumber? Yeah, that's absolute horse shit. And every <laughs> once in a while, Derek, I'm a dum-dum. <laughs> yeah, uh, every once in a while I'm like, you know what, I'm not a complete fucking incompetent, I can probably <laughs> do this. This I mean, guy you, on the internet forum said it's easy. I mean, you did almost
1: fix a grill once. I mean, almost. He <laughs> got pretty close, so it, it, it did close. produce fire. Way more fire than you intended maybe, but it yeah, did produce yeah. fire.
0: So I I decide in like my infinite genius to go ahead and snake the drain myself. So this this involves a, uh, a, a tool, an auger, like a hand snake is what they call it. Uh, and I've got one that's about 15 feet long. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew plumbing was such a fraught topic?
1: <laughs> I mean, I was going to make a joke uh, a minute ago when you said you had to snake the drain. I was going to ask if you had more than <laughs> a half an inch to work with, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> After... After
0: I uh, grabbed it real good, I did have more than a half an inch to work with. Because what comes out of this drain is a substance that will haunt my nightmares until the day that I die. I got religion that day because I saw the devil. Oh my God. The oh. devil came out of that drain, Derek. I washed the towel. Okay. I washed the towel twice, and the towel was still dirty. This is a spiritual funk.
1: <laughs> this is
0: this is no mere mortal funk. <laughs> this is an evil, evil funk. This is the opposite of soul glow. <laughs> oh, God.
1: If my hands were soiled as such that... The smell would not come off i may just have to go amputate the hands because i i can't take bad smells well i mean you know except for the ones that i produce i mean but everybody likes their own flavor i mean <laughs> that's a disgusting way to put it isn't it <laughs>
0: that was a disgusting <laughs> terrible way to put it Derek. <laughs> hire a professional no matter how easy the plumbing may seem uh it is it is not a thing that you want to tackle without uh without an old priest and a young priest
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right today in the deep dive i want to discuss desk decorations essentially i've got like a couple of rubik's cubes i'll have like a Picture that Jessica has drawn for me, or something like that. And recently, this you know, this Christmas, you you know what what this desk decoration is, but it's it's the light up one that looks like a, a like a health potion.
0: Ah, uh, yes, yes, I've seen that.
1: And it's nice when it's lit up; it looks cool. But when it is not lit up, it is a kind of an opaque, milky look.
0: Yeah, so no, it looks I mean,
1: like I have a little glass jar of gist.
0: <laughs> this is true. Desk. I mean, <laughs> you, I wasn't going to say anything about it on account of it was no, a, uh, fuck a present that, Frank. and everything. You,
1: you literally said that when you saw it. Don't act all high and mighty. You literally okay. said, What's with the jizz in the jar?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, not going to let can, me like... front about being professional, I see i would not necessarily have more personal possessions at your desk than can fit in a printer paper box
1: <laughs> i mean that sounds completely cynical but that really is fairly pragmatic
0: it's simple logistics like if <laughs> if you've got to bounce real quick for some reason uh, your reason or their reason. As I was
1: about to say, voluntary or involuntary.
0: Exactly. Uh, you want to be able to put all of your stuff in a box and and do the classic walk <laughs> to the car carrying the printer paper box under your arm. Right. And it's just not a good look if you've got like five boxes and a couple of push carts and you know, like a team of horses. I'll be honest. When I left the job where I had, you know, gone all out on my decorations, that was kind of the problem. Right. Cause it's kind of hard to leave in like a huffy dramatic fashion. Uh, when you're like, you know, fuck you and everything that you've ever touched in your entire life. And could we get three or four people to help me carry all of the shit to my car?
1: It's like I still hate, fucking hate all of you, but Jim, be very careful with that box. It's full of Is my it... it's full of my katanas. <laughs> <laughs> After the second box, then people are like actively trying not to look at the person as they drag oh yeah, no, their earthly belongings out of the office. It has become
0: an uncomfortable black comedy. At this point, we have had to restart the hulk walking away theme three times <laughs> while you get your sixth box janet
1: because it's not a very long song like
2: it is so
0: not you, so you have to keep restarting it <laughs> so okay. i would say you know if it was like the boss's boss's boss um at a previous job who I had to turn into an animal. uh, It would probably be a sloth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And and I wasn't
1: asking what their spirit animal would be. I was asking what you would turn them into as some form of
0: punishment. I I figure a sloth, because here's the thing. The sloth is so slow that moss grows in his fur. Right. And that's just gross. (laughs) I mean, you're you're not wrong,
1: uh, and plus, if they uh, have a penchant for doing, you know, damage and stuff like that, you know, they would be much more slow to do it because, uh, well, what was that? if Zootopia is any indication, <laughs> it'll take them a long time to get their bad
0: ideas out of their fucking mouths. So that goddamn movie, that oh jeez, man, <laughs> uh, I had to see that movie a lot. Uh... I
1: mean, that Shakira gazelle. Yeah. That shit's my jam.
0: (laughs) I am completely kidding. I am one hundred percent kidding.
2: That's right, man. This is a
0: judgment free zone. You can come out as a furry if you want to. In other news, does anybody listening want to co host a podcast?
1: it's like
0: of all the ways that i got kicked off the podcast this was at least in in the bottom
2: half
1: of the list (laughs) no
0: i ain't gonna hate on furries uh (laughs) they they get enough sleep. they listen (laughs) 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 one of our furry friends one of our grand three listeners is a furry and they're like well (laughs) fuck those guys and we have now cut ourselves in third (laughs) In my time, I have seen people do some boneheaded, fucked up, terrible bullshit that I was like, oh, I guess they're gone. (laughs) Goodbye, George. It was nice. This is the one. (laughs) Nothing happened? He just, they asked him not to do that again? Like. (laughs) I didn't know that was an option. That's fucking it. Jesus. Like, I stole a hot pocket out of the freezer and there was a goddamn inquisition. (laughs) And this son of a bitch brings down the entire corporate intranet. And they're just like, please don't watch that anymore. I do know that Japanese bathrooms, they're kind of sensitive to sounds. And often they have some sort of soundscape going on, like... But it's. I'm talking like beautiful, uh, you know, babbling brook or rainfall right. or some shit, you know, so that nobody has to hear you taking a leak in the next stall. I don't think that's going to necessarily like... cover up death metal. <laughs> if I had
1: experienced this when I had first kind of gotten in the in- industry, I would have thought, oh yeah, they're they're embracing change. They're they're really trying to get up, you know, up to date with. Cutting edge technologies, all that shit. Now when it you know, I was about to say when or if, but when something like that happens, I'm typically kind of the guy that's kind of sitting in the corner, everybody else celebrating, and they turn to me, and it's like, Derek, aren't you aren't you happy about this? You know, grizzled look on my face, maybe some you know, my beard is growing long. It's like, oh summer child, winter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prepared for the winter that com- the winter that follows.
0: My bosses think that I am squirrely as hell because I am I'm constantly like oop something changed. I don't like I need to change. start polishing up <laughs> that resume. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Welcome back, friend. <laughs> oh. How was your journey? It was good, except for the last moment. Like a genius, <laughs> I decided to uh, I you grab meant, a like, piece of. I thought you meant me
1: talking to you.
0: <laughs> oh, that that was also way good. to turn bad. No, I grabbed a piece of black licorice as I sat down, and I was like, mm, "Why
1: the fuck would mistake. you do that?" Even I don't if know. You weren't... <laughs> Even if you weren't recording a podcast, why the fuck would you do that? Sometimes I'm a dumb dumb Derek. <laughs> 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 yeah, if they are, if they are your child. You, know, you have to tell them. Oh, you know, don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know. What the, What the fuck do you say to your kids, Frank?
0: I don't know what parents do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as little as possible, generally. Uh, no, I try to keep them off of the internet as much as I can because I know the internet is a terrible place. I mean, um, just carte
1: blanche—that is a wise move.
0: <laughs> but yet they so, still somehow uh, access it, and they generally are are coming back with knowledge from the internet that I, I neither understand nor countenance.
1: It is too late father for I have seen. <laughs> <laughs> and So there's a new cartoon called OKKO, And it's a great cartoon by the way. So if you haven't, uh, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. So it's a, it's a cute little show about like little budding superheroes and it's, it's, it's so cute but they had a show they had an episode that was completely devoted to like this one villain who made constant new metal references and I was <laughs> like I was like this is this is one of two things this is either for the adults that are watching it with their children to say oh yes I remember that or this is like the first sign that it's going to come back, and yep. I just want to like run out into the the, the street with like a uh, like those crazy guys that are holding the you know the end of the the world is near signs. Like, just hold up, it's like corn is not okay.
0: Please don't bring this back. This deserves to die in the nineties. <laughs> just, just let it let it go into the darkness. Don't bring it back.
1: My boss, who is a female, is obsessed with getting all employees to pose in bikinis. But I'm a guy and won't do it. Now she wants to suspend me. What the hell? I work for a small firm with 16 people. Last night, the boss told us she wants all employees, whether they're guys or gals, to pose in a, in a Brazil flag bikini to celebrate the Olympics. Obviously, the, the Rio Olympics. I work with six guys, 10 women in a small business in an o- slash in an office. I told her, no, I'm a dude, but she was quite insistent about it. And she said, I've got to do this. I have to get us into the papers. Uh, I'm a guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a guy. You don't understand. We need the viral (laughs) content. This is for the clicks.
2: We need
1: to go viral. Uh, I'm a guy and a bikini would be quite awful on me. Even my girlfriend agrees on this. She said the boss has a fetish. Uh, now she wants to suspend me unless I, uh, do it next week on Wednesday. I'm worried this will go viral. Am I wrong to be worried? So, so the, the boss wants them all to pose in bikinis. They, they want to get, they want to get it to go viral. And this guy is worried that it will. Wow. So Frank, what would you do in this situation?
0: Well, here there's the what would I do and there's uh-huh. the what would I what would I suggest should or needs to happen. Okay. Cuz what would I do I would have my reservations certainly and significantly. Uh and then I would become a meme and I would get my 15 minutes. Those 15 minutes would be like my god check out this cropped picture of this monster. Wearing what looks like a Wookiee costume (laughs) and a Speedo.
1: If this was me, I'm not going to say I'm the most, like, body positive person in the world. I mean, I I know that there are some things that even that are not scantily clad that I don't want to wear for fear of looking stupid. But I think this is the cause that I would lean into real hard. Uh, (laughs) Because... Oh, yeah because if there's one thing uh that would go viral um just because of just because of my bad luck it would be me in four square inches of fabric like like that <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be the good work that i do it's not going to be a funny joke that i say it's going to be me in you know the, the the least amount of clothing that could be considered clothing <laughs>
0: Especially nowadays, I think you just got to kind of learn to lean into the opportunities as they present themselves, and uh, and yeah, I would definitely be like, hmm, well, I guess this is how it's going to go.
1: <laughs> Make sure you get me at my good good angles
0: because uh,
1: yeah, we're only going to do this once.
0: <laughs> Although sometimes these things they they don't go viral, and f- for that you're thankful. Uh huh. Uh, somewhere unreleased to the public and and not on the internet are short snippets of me uh dancing in an ill-fitting fireman's outfit uh for an unreleased ad that d- never really got made that never saw the light of day for which i am thankful because i'm fairly certain that was of jesus christ look at this quality so so i'm i'm not
1: i'm not trying to comedically leave you out to dry here frank i am just Struggling to comprehend the string of sentences you just put together. <laughs> you are telling me. You are telling me. That somewhere there exists a video of you. In some sort of stripper fireman's outfit. Dancing around to some campy music. Or in the worst case scenario, they hadn't added the music yet. And so it's oh, yeah, just I think dancing the, around The music wasn't there yet. Because it
0: wasn't. This was never a completed video. This was, like, an initial shoot for an ad that never got made. So uh, is this, like,
1: a like a motion-only thing where, like, you're just, like, dancing around happily in silence? As, as onlookers are horrified, what?
0: I mean, you don't want to see behind the curtain how things are made, Derek. Uh, oh. It's not pretty at the best of times. So I'm not going to ask you to, uh... Oh, okay. No, I'll I'll
1: ask you I, off I camera. I couldn't
0: produce this if I wanted to. Like, okay, I, I'm fairly right. certain it has been erased from existence. That's why I said sometimes you luck out. <laughs> sometimes this shit doesn't actually get in into the public eye. Oh. Like I saw it and I was like, "Oh shit, please just let that not get out onto the internet somewhere."
1: I'm I'm still struggling to come to terms with what I what I'm visualizing, Frank. <laughs> I'm not saying that seeing it would make it go away. It's not like if you've got a song stuck in your head, like, go listen to the song so it gets out of your head. I'm just saying that, like, this is something that that may haunt me till I die. (laughs) At at some point ten years down the road, you may have, like, some, like, private eye, like, sniffing around your garbage, and you'll find him, you'll corner him, you'll ask who hired you. It obviously will be me and his sole purpose.
0: (laughs) Will be to try and find the fireman video?
1: Yes. I'm not going (laughs) to tell you when, but it may happen.
0: (laughs) Oh, Derek, just believe me when I tell you that it doesn't actually exist anymore. That's for the PI to decide.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Frank, before we get to the daily stand-up, I have an important announcement. I feel I should share with you and with our listeners. My house smells like farts and it's not my fault. It's uh, not your fault for once. <laughs> for once. No, we uh we just finished our meal prep for the week. Jessica decided that it was a great idea to do Brussels sprouts. So <laughs> So oh now my. uh at least for tonight and for the rest of the foreseeable future, my house will smell like farts. It it really does require like a fucking priest to come and exercise the stank out of your house. Like it is it is ridiculous. I will try to fight through it and be funny. But uh if I am <laughs> overcome by the stink, Frank, I am I am putting the
0: responsibility on you to, to call in help. How are you cooking these poor Brussels sprouts that have done nothing to anyone that the whole house smells like sulfur? I'm
1: not familiar with the Different types of Brussels sprouts or whatnot, but uh, if you take shredded Brussels sprouts and you th- and, and they touch any heat source, <laughs> if you if you walk them past a candle, then they will begin to emanate fart smell. The like devil's confetti. It... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would that would got me. That is now the permanent name for Brussels sprouts, in my opinion. (laughs)
0: The the, the devil's confetti. I am uh, the age that I am, and I'm soon to be older in, in a little bit of time. It was only within the last, I would say, year and a half that I found out that Brussels sprouts come on a stalk. Yeah, it looks like those, uh, like, Jingle Bells. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, they're, it's fucking freaky as hell looking. I will sw- <laughs> I, hand up. I I would have, until that moment, thought that Brussels sprouts were just little tiny cabbages. Like, just the, <laughs> like the little tiniest cabbage known to man, and they just grew in little rows. And I was like, man, Brussels sprouts are a bitch to harvest. And then I saw some <laughs> on the stalk in the store one day, and I was like, you gotta be fucking me. That's... <laughs> That's how Brussels sprouts come. <laughs> All right. The, tit-
1: All right the, hit me. the title is my child just purchased an actual tank on eBay <laughs> by what in the actual. Hell? <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So their username is what in the actual hell. So very, <laughs> very on point for this one. So I got a phone call telling me that having a tank delivered via transport would be at minimum $500 even though they were paying the shipping since it would be would need vehicular transport. I asked what they were talking about and they told me this address phone number ordered a panzer tank from them on eBay and already paid the fee. My only child is my 13 year old daughter who says she saw a $34 tank on auction uh, that was like 10 inches not the real tank. He has already paid the shipping, and it's being shipped (laughs) at this very moment. He told me there were no shells in it, and it was small enough to ride as a car. (laughs) And that it was a lucky... What the fuck? (laughs) Does anyone else uh, use eBay or know how I could stop this before it's too late? My daughter doesn't need a tank.
2: (laughs) So, I love the thing selling job that
1: this guy does. It's like you know, there's no shells in it. It's small enough to ride around in, uh, as a car. <laughs> it's,
0: it's probably not gonna fuck up your yard too bad. <laughs> I want to live in a world in which this is a problem someone actually had. I agree. I want but the to world believe. is a better place when some lady is trying to go to the internet to figure out what to do with her unwanted tank that her 13 year old daughter bought. <laughs> Because at some point, you know, she's going to need a first vehicle for, uh, learning to drive. Absolutely. And honestly, what's going to be safer for your precious baby to learn how to drive than a decommissioned World War II tank? (laughs) And the thing is, after she has got it figured out, like, if you can parallel park a (laughs) Panzer, She ain't going to have no fucking problem with her Tesla Model 3 later in life or whatever. So
1: when I I took my uh, driver's license test, I got it almost perfect except for one thing. They said that when I was backing up, I didn't back up with enough confidence. If I was in a fucking Panzer (laughs) tank, you bet your ass I'm going to be backing up with confidence. I'm doing everything with confidence.
0: You know, I, I don't, I don't necessarily need to pop on over to eBay and and get a couple of Scud missiles for pennies on the dollar. I mean, especially like like thirty four dollars. Like,
1: if you're gonna sell a fucking Panzer tank on eBay, you gotta set the reserve at at least like a thousand dollars. Like, come on. I mean, this is this is basically like somebody's allowance. Like, she spent Derek, her allowance to buy a. What fucking you don't panzer understand,
0: tank. Derek, is these tanks are priced to move. We've got to get these <laughs> tanks. Off the lot and into the hands of buyers. So, the question I have for you, Derek, is what is it going to take to get you in this tank today? God damn, the tank's priced to move. God. <laughs> yeah, I think being an adult is having the agency to eat ice cream for dinner. But also, then the wisdom not to eat ice cream for dinner. Right. Like, and that it sucks. sucks. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. Don't grow up, guys.
1: Uh. All right. So, today on the, the deep dive, we're going to talk about bad bosses. I can tell um, you
0: already, Derek, that I'm feeling kind of attacked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I, I feel like I've been pretty
1: lucky. I think you know I, I've had a lot of bosses in my past, and I think you know I, I think that I can count the number of bad bosses I've had on one hand. But I will say those fuckers made up for lost time
0: because, <laughs> because they were. There's a lot of bad bosses, but but one of the things that typifies a really terrible boss is an unquenchable hunger for human flesh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> kind of the hallmark of a good boss is that whenever blame and accolades are to be passed out, they will take the blame and they will pass along the
0: accolades. You know know what those folks are called in management circles? What's that? Suckers. (laughs) (laughs) Also alternately known as rubes. There's a guy at this barbecue restaurant with his tie over his shoulder. Is this a thing? Sent in by bewildered in Birmingham,
1: so this is not one that I have dealt with a lot because I have uh I think I've worn a tie four times five times in my life, and every time somebody has died uh, <laughs> so I mean you know it was at a funeral so like <laughs> Kind of a you know, chicken or the egg thing. Did the person die because I was about to put on the tie, or did you know their death precipitate it? Uh, I'm not sure. It's kind of lost the annals of history at this point. Um, no so tie no, was involved in the wedding? Okay, that's the one time I wore a tie where
0: somebody wasn't dead. Or was like, that sort of a conceptual death of old Derek, <laughs> your youth? Uh, I uh, Yeah, I
1: mean... You know, it's okay.
0: My wife doesn't listen to the podcast. I could say that. <laughs> <laughs> Derek shows up at my house with a box of his shit. Like apparently <laughs> she does listen to the podcast.
1: <laughs> she she picked this one of all of all things to jump in at. <laughs> if you walk by a barbecue restaurant, you smell like barbecue for the rest of the day. So if oh, you're yeah. in there for a lunch which is going to be an hour you are just going to exude pit barbecue for the rest of the day so is this a bug or a feature Derek? because I, 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 I guess i don't know because may, maybe if i were to go into a barbecue restaurant and come out it, it would up my charisma a little bit like it would give me like a plus one to my <laughs> charisma modifier for the rest of the day because <laughs> it's like derek i don't know what it is about you today but you've got that special something, <laughs> and that special something is smoked meat products. <laughs> this is, this is good wood smoke. The thing is, we just need to stop with all the, the pretentious, you know, being pretentious at, at the dinner table, and just wear a fucking bib. Like, just get you, the, all the barbecue restaurants need to have those fucking lobster bibs. Uh, obviously not with lobsters on it. Cause that'd be confusing, uh, huh? but maybe have like, it would
0: be, it would be real quality though. Like if you're, if you sit down at the, uh, you know, the old Jim and Nick's and they're like, here's a, uh, red lobster bib, <laughs> <laughs> this is a high rent joint
1: <laughs> quality establishment. You got yeah. here. So, so you have the bib, uh, and you know, it doesn't have to be like physically appealing like it doesn't have to be like one of those small bibs that looks a little (laughs) somewhat fashionable uh i mean it can be
0: (laughs) it, man when i go to barbecue restaurant just give me a fucking poncho like that's (laughs) that's what i (laughs) I was about to say (laughs) i think the only thing that's going to protect me at a barbecue restaurant from getting it on my clothes is going to be like an nbc suit
1: (laughs) just with, with just like uh one hole for you know the the Part of the plastic around it that goes directly to your mouth, and everything else is, is blocked off. I
0: figure I'd probably just, like, miss that part, and I would get to sitting down, and my food would actually arrive, and then I would just kind of look at it and realize <laughs> what I've done and sigh. Smash it into your faceplate for a little while.
1: If we're talking about foods that have, like, area of effect damage, like... Pork and spaghetti seem to be, like, yeah. two of the biggest ones. And, like, chicken wings. Um, those oh. are, well, and they have, like, such high splash damage that it is impossible to not wear some on your way out.
0: Like a Thai curry. There's uh, there's a place in town like a called Cern. Yes, <laughs> necktie curry is uh, the worst possible food. Named such uh, because of its uh, tendency to get all over your tie. Right, right. Um, but yeah, there's a place in town that I, I eat at and, and invariably, no matter what I do, uh, I somehow manage to get that stuff splattered all over my shirt. Like I, I literally, people will invite me to lunch and I will look down to see what I'm wearing today and then I'll have to do the mental math as to whether or not I actually like this fucking shirt that
2: much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: and or am i willing to look like an asshole for the rest of the day with shit smeared all over the front of my shirt because I- invariably i go to this thai place and i am coming out with curry on my shirt
1: i kind of go with like the lumberjack chic a little bit with uh you know you know different colored plaids and at this point jeans because they don't let me wear shorts anymore um they don't want to see my uh,
0: oh no dear my
1: beautiful pasty legs
0: and and it's like 95
1: out already are you I- are you okay? I'm not okay, Frank. <sighs> work attire is important. I get it, but at the same time, you don't want a sweaty Derek at work. Like, You, <laughs> no, no. you want at best a mildly moist Derek. Now it's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to prevent a mildly moist, moist Derek. So you have to set your ex- expectations somewhat in the middle, but uh, you do not want a a glistening Derek. At all times <laughs> um and and the jeans are just cuz i started the job in february so i kind of got like the cooler months and it was already a little warm uh yeah man we <laughs> we are we are at like defcon have- 5 of swamp swampaster <laughs> during the day
0: <laughs> we have reached dagobah <laughs> levels <laughs> See, the alternate i think is get a really absorbent tie uh and then when you're at lunch just go ahead and dip it directly into the soup so that you've got some for later it's uh it's kind of like taking a doggy bag this is going to happen one way or the other right. so we might as well make the most of it and i'm going to enjoy some of this curry a little later in the afternoon
1: <laughs> like the inside of the tie is actually like some sort of uh some sort of bladder so it just kind of like yeah, it's kind of like a little soup flask where you just kind of draw exactly. it up in the tie in the in the
0: meeting. You kind of squeeze it to create to create suction, <laughs> and then you stick it in there, and then you let it go. And It draws some of the soup up. So I mean, you know, when when,
1: when you're in your meeting uh, later in the afternoon, you're starting to get a little bit peckish, starting to feel your energy wane. Just you know, suck up. Wait, that okay? That's <laughs> drink some of your pre whatever broth.
0: I. I think I think we just call it the flavor saver, but but the
1: mustache already has that title. Ah, uh, I suppose this is true. Which okay, let, let's talk about that for a moment. Uh, as somebody with a mustache, that is the grossest, the thing. worst possible mess. Yes, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> like I, I get that it's funny, but that is that is grossest.
0: That is gross as hell. Now perhaps we get because, uh, you know, men's grooming products are becoming popular. Uh so we get a new line of men's grooming products that are specifically flavored mustache waxes. Oh
1: god. Oh. So is this like the uh the flavored lip gloss for
0: men? <laughs> exactly. It's it's flavored lip gloss for men, uh the mustache. Oh and we'll call it uh we'll call it the savor flavor, you know. <laughs> This has been the Work-Life Imbalance Podcast. I'm Frank Eastman. I'm Derek Lewis. And with that, I think we're going to have to transfer you.